0: hola and welcome to the beauteous me podcast a relatable and authentic space for all tune in as we share stories of triumph resiliency and healing we do this all while finding its inner beauty my name is jamili whitfield and the journey begins now so excited you know i'm always bringing some amazing women and this is awesome because I finally have not finally, I've had other people from New York but I got somebody else from New York on <laughs> so Crystal, she is the daughter of Nigerian parents from a beautiful village in Iguzu. Crystal grew up hearing magical stories that formed the unique way in which she views the world. Between those stories and hours spent in her bedroom reading books she began forming a fascination with the art of storytelling at a young age. This fascination later revealed itself as her gift as she went on to build a global fashion brand while using film and poetry to tell the stories of women. She is also the host of her very own podcast, She Is Rare. Crystal, I am so excited to have you here.
1: Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me as a guest. (laughs) Of course, so I always ask my guests,
0: tell me about your story.
1: Oh, gosh. My story has been interesting, or I should say my journey has been interesting. I think as a creative and a businesswoman, it can be kind of hard to shape, you know, what you want to share with the world. And so I've spent a lot of time kind of thinking about what my purpose is in the world and my ultimate purpose i learned is that i'm here to spread love and encourage other women to live their most beautiful life you know the whole thing behind my podcast she was rare is that right now it's more of an audio journal where
0: Mm. i'm yeah where i'm kind
1: of going on this you know journey where i'm unearthing all of these things in myself and yeah. Just hoping to get to a better place in my own life.
0: I love that. And I love how you got to a place where you know your purpose and you mm-hmm. understand your purpose. When did you get there? What was that um, moment that this is it? This is what I want to do.
1: Yeah. So I'm the founder of the lingerie brand outside of the poetry and stuff that I write. So. With Anya Lust, it was mostly something that I created because I wanted to encourage women to enjoy romance, you know, explore love, as I was saying. And it wasn't until probably a couple years into it where there was a customer who wrote in just to say thank you for starting the brand and kind of like you know, saying that there's more to the brand than a typical lingerie or fashion brand. Like there is some sort of deeper meaning. And when I read that, that's when I started really like exploring, you know, because it was deep inside me that I knew that there was something else about my brand, but it wasn't until someone else recognized it that I started to explore really what my purpose is.
0: I love it. And I and I also love that, you really promote beauty within and without. Mm -hmm. And so your lingerie brand is giving women a boost of confidence, a boost of just feeling comfortable within themselves. It's not, you know, I think people lose the conception of lingerie that it has to be for someone else. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the way you promote it is that it's for you.
1: Yes, exactly. It's for, The woman. And then if she chooses to share it with, I always say with a lover, so, you know, it can be a husband, a boyfriend, someone who you just met, you know? So yeah,
0: it's, it's, I, I love it. So tell me about storytelling. What inspired you into storytelling?
1: I love that, you know, just as you said that you've had so many women on your podcast who are sharing their stories. It's just everyone has a story, you know, Mm -hmm. and I've always felt like there's a world within us all. We're all so incredibly unique and I just kind of fell in love with storytelling when I started talking to people about their stories and wanting to share my own story and kind of like represent women in a certain way as well. Yeah. So
0: when sharing your own story, vulnerability comes into play. And I could imagine you using your platform, your podcast platform to share your journal. Tell me about your most vulnerable moment, and where you shared a story about yourself, but you felt passionate, like you felt like you had to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, my podcast is all about me, I guess, being vulnerable because, you know, sometimes we feel like when we're presenting ourselves to the public that we have to be a certain way.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: my audio journal is like, all about just being raw. I would say the most vulnerable point was when I felt like I didn't really know what to do with myself. This was, I believe it was like a reflection on how the first month went, the first month of my podcast, which was in May. I was Mm -hmm. like, what am I even doing? (laughs) And it was really, it was really difficult for me. So I was like in tears, but I wanted to share that with my listeners because we've all been there, you know, and life is not always perfect.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's what captures the essence of like the the art of what we're doing is showing people the rawness, the trueness, and that people have real stories to show that, that mm-hmm. share, that people have experienced things oh, yeah. that you were thinking like, oh my goodness, is this it? Is this not it? and crying and showing true emotions, those are the things that people don't really see behind the scenes. And especially as like an entrepreneur where you're working endless hours trying to connect. (laughs) You have these dreams and visions and you're up all night and just, you know, thinking and dreaming. Mm -hmm. And then you have these physical sensations, this fear, this anxiety, this, and then the emotions that come about it that, you know, where it manifests itself in crying.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's interesting. Like I was mentioning before about being an entrepreneur and a creative, because I think a lot of creatives have this like thought in their minds where it's like, okay, how do I turn my art into a business and how do I sustain that? And so that was definitely my biggest challenge in the beginning. And I've had very, difficult moments (laughs) along the way. And now I'm starting to really learn how I can hone into both skills and both gifts and, you know, see what I can create with that.
0: Yes. So tell me a little bit about you being a creative and I love it. Creatives have ideas Mm -hmm. and it's always like from idea to launch, but you guys are like so unique in what you do. Like you have this visualization that you're just like, I'm a plain Jane. How do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So on, I guess the lingerie side, because it's really coming from my heart, I think a lot of, a lot of businesses, well, okay. A lot of entrepreneurs solve problems initially that they have. Right. And then they do the market research. They want to see, how many other people have that same problem and is this big enough to become a business? And I think for myself, there was there was a part of that because I, you know, I had to create a business plan and everything. But essentially I was like, I'm going to create this no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, initially I wanted to start small and kind of connect with the women who I already knew and their circles as well. And then see how my message could kind of ripple out from there because I needed to do it because, you know, it was really coming from my heart. And so I think that's what allows me to be creative and kind of stand out in my own way as far as the business goes. (laughs) And then when it comes to like my poetry and my storytelling, that's, sometimes I just sit down, I set up my camera, you know, I get my outfit, I put up the backdrop, and then I'm like, let's just create, <laughs> you know, I don't even, sometimes I don't have a concept. Other times, you know, I plan out the whole thing with storyboarding and everything. But yeah, just like this free flow of creativity. I love it. How much does your childhood play into adult crystal oh gosh that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) so i would say my biggest influence is my mom Mm. um she's like the most beautiful woman in the world (laughs) i feel she's the person i really identify this with every mother is that they are the people who teach us how to love And my mom is like a beautiful illustration of that because Mm -hmm. she loves us children and uh, my dad so deeply. Mm. And so that that was kind of like where I got that whole idea of sharing love, I guess, without really realizing it at the time. Um, And then just seeing her with her beautiful outfits, she dresses so beautifully, Um, I remember there was one time (laughs) it was me and my mom and my dad, we went to this boutique and there was like this fringe dress that my mom wanted to get. And my parents were kind of like, can we afford this right now? Cause it was kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, you know, just get it. (laughs) And I remember my mom in the store, just like twirling around and me just like admiring her like that. That memory is so vivid in my mind. And I think for me, that was my sort of femininity and fashion mm. kind of influence, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, for me, I just like, I love the internal, you know, I love the undergarments, whereas mm. my mom loves more of the, you know, outerwear, the yeah. women's clothing and everything. So yeah just like the lace, the silk, all of that that I love when when did you
0: first say I need to open a women's lingerie line like when did it, it click for you?
1: okay, so when I first thought of the idea when I was twenty three mm-hmm. um I was shopping online, and I was really bored, you know, and so. I asked myself why I'm bored, which is interesting that I did that because normally you just kind of, you're like, oh, this site doesn't have anything I want. And then you don't even think about it. But I feel like maybe God implanted this thought into my mind. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why I was bored was because everything looked the same. You know, Mm. all the, I was looking for panties specifically and everything looked the same. All the women looked the same and I was like, this is why it's so hard for women to express themselves, you know, essentially and, um, you know, be in love with their bodies. How can they feel that way when they're shopping at a place like this, you know? Yeah. And so, so that's when I thought of creating this exciting place to shop. And, you know, I was scared to start my business. I I felt like so young, you know, and, And I didn't know anything about business. You were brave. Yeah. (laughs) I will use the word brave. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I didn't, I actually didn't start it until five years later. That's how scared I was. And so I was kind of like, you know, doing my market research here and there but ultimately I just was like, I can't do this. And so eventually I I felt like it kept coming into my mind mm. and I said, you know what, I need to start this. And so when I was 28, I launched and yeah, it's been, it's been a good journey. I love it. I love it.
0: So what would you advise other aspiring creative women?
1: Well, I would advise other women to not just look at their passion, but to look at their gifts. Mm, I love that. Yeah, because there's something that you're born with naturally. I think I'm going to title the show, Look at Your Gifts. Oh, I love it. it. I love it. Yeah, so just really like exploring what comes naturally to you, Mm -hmm. you know? The things that you struggle with are probably things that you should avoid, even though you really like doing them, you know? Yeah, if like you can sit down with a piece of paper and write, you know, front and back right away and it's, you read it back to yourself, you're like, this is very good, like that's that's a natural gift to you. There are a lot of people who struggle, you know, when it comes to writing. They're like, there's no way I can write an essay or, you know, a story or anything. So anything that is your natural gift and, you know, in combination with that, what you enjoy. So combine the two together and that's how you can see what's meant for you and hopefully discover what your purpose is in life.
0: I love it. I love it. Look at your gifts. Oh, it, it just touched me. Oh. <laughs> so I want you to share three tools that helped you transform how you view the world.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> three tools. Let me think. I would say for three tools, I would first say, um, I want to say therapy, but Mm -hmm. at the same time,
0: yes. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I'm an advocate because obviously I'm a therapist. So yes, go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've only started going consistently to therapy this year. So it's kind of that, but then also talking openly with the people you love or love even with strangers you know to start with like if you don't feel comfortable going to a therapist or whatever it is then yeah start with your friends start with your family and with people who don't have kind of their own agenda in mind if you know what i mean like yep. your parents might advise you based off of what they want what you they want do. for you yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. but, but they have the wisdom, you know? So, um, so yeah, that's a major tool that I used was like going to other people and not being afraid to open up to them. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing would definitely be personal reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you start to get this advice from other people, you don't just go ahead and like execute on the advice, you know, you have to look within and think about whether or not that advice is good for you. Um, and then what you want to do with it, you know, make, make that your own, like, don't just go off of what other people tell you to do. I love it. Crystal, you shared some amazing things,
0: not only looking (laughs) at your gift for people who want to, you know, branch a business, launch a business, go from idea to launch, if you will. But you've mm-hmm. also talked about worldviews and how things can be changed and how you see things. And that's through therapy. That's through connecting with other people. That's through personal reflection. Mm-hmm. And ah, you've dropped some amazing <laughs> stuff. I am so, so grateful. So tell me where can people find you and where can people find your lingerie? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> to connect with me personally and to um, see the link to my podcast, everyone can go to Instagram and find me at Crystal in Love. It's spelled K R Y. S T L E and then in love. Mm-hmm. And then to shop my lingerie and, you know, experience personal shopping and all of that, you can go to AnyaLust.com, which is spelled A N Y A L U S T.com all right i love it
0: yeah crystal thank <laughs> you so much for being here on the beauteous mm-hmm. me podcast for gracing us with your beautiful presence mm-hmm. for dropping some amazing tools and knowledge nuggets and guys check out the website because i looked and there are some really nice lingerie in there you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> all picked up by me
0: <laughs> uh, exactly and go make sure that you follow crystal on instagram
1: Yes. Thank you so much. This has been a great conversation and I hope I inspired some women today. Yes, absolutely. Find your gift,
0: guys. Find your gift. Look at your gift. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Crystal. Thank Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope this episode fed your soul. Please be sure to download new episodes. You can also head on over to rate, review, and subscribe. For more updates, find us at www.iambeautiousme.com or on Instagram at iambeautiousme. Don't forget to use the hashtag BeauteousMePodcast for your feedback.